0: Hello, Internet. This is Jerry Gagosian, and you're listening to AM Art Radio. I feel like here should be some really triumphant music. Let me see if I can edit it in. Yeah. It's episode three, if you've been listening. If you haven't, um, and you're bored and trapped at home, which I know you probably are, after you listen to this one, go on to Spotify and you can listen to me speaking to Sarah, Sarah Douglas, who is the uh, senior art editor, senior editor at Art News. Wow, that was hard for me to say. And you can also listen to me speaking to Esther Kim Barrett, who's the owner of the amazing Various Small Fires. This situation is unprecedented, as we all know. And it's really strange going through this right now, I have to say, because not only am I sort of watching the apocalypse happen in slow motion through my iPhone, you know, I'm doing it alone because I'm in social, (laughs) I'm in isolation right now. I'm in self-quarantine. And it's really strange. Um... I'm happy to have this project. I'm happy to be talking to so many people from across the art world because it gives me a lot of hope and it makes me feel comfortable knowing that um, there are so many brilliant minds coming together at the same time to figure this out. And you know, of course, like I've said before, we made it through world wars without the internet. So clearly we will be fine. We will figure out a way to carry on. But in the meantime, you know, we've got to figure out how to survive this. And that's the point of this podcast or AM Art Radio, as I'm calling it. It's just a way to get voices together for people to be heard. Um, You know, I'm trying to get people to talk in a way that, you know, they can speak their truths and share with you what's going on with them, but that... Hopefully this information and what they're doing and their experiences uh, will be useful and beneficial to you right now. So uh, I'm feeling better talking to my laptop like it's my friend because I know all of you are out there listening to this right now, but it is really weird. Like my face has been so close to my laptop for days now and it's strange. I'm very interested to see how all of this is going to turn out. (laughs) I say interested as if I have a choice. Today I will be interviewing people from Milan. Milan is basically a few weeks away in the future from most of us here in the United States. They are at peak pandemic right now and they are really going through it. And we don't know how this is going to affect us in the United States. We don't know how this is going to affect the rest of Europe. We, All we have is what we've seen in China. And um, that's really our guide right now. So I thought it would be useful and wise to talk to the people that are going through it right now. And I'm happy to report that overall there's so much positivity and there's so much resilience in the face of all this. You know, you'd think that these people would just be losing their shit. But the fact of the matter is, when stuff gets hard, you have to step up. You have to be brave. You have to take the plunge. And you have to go on the ride. You have no idea what it's going to be like, but you just got to do it. And that is what I've heard over and over again from all the people in the art world that are going through this, but especially the people in Milan right now who are tending to this in real time. So I hope you'll enjoy these conversations today. The first conversation will be with jean Maria Biancusi, creator of the Milano Art Guide. I really suggest you go on their website and download their coloring book project that they've put together with All of these amazing artists from around the world who are contributing, um, you know, give yourself an hour or two to color. I think I read somewhere that it, you know, naturally reduces stress um, and you'll get away from your screen. The second person I'm talking to is Flavio Del Monte, who's the director of institutional relations at Massimo DiCarlo which is uh, a very well-known and established art gallery in Milan, Hong Kong, London, and an office in Beijing. So they can literally tell us what they've been going through and listen up because they're in the midst of it and they're surviving and there's something to be learned from that. And then the second is, or the second, excuse me, the third is Cordelia Noe from The Art Gorgeous, which if you don't know about already, you should check out. It's an online art world platform, um, and it's a meme page. So another well-loved and respected voice in the art world whose perspective was very interesting to hear. I actually thought she was based in China all along and um, I was interested when I put the call out that I wanted to talk to people in Italy that she was one of the first people to send me a DM. So I hope you enjoy the show today. I hope you get something good out of it. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying calm. I hope that you're getting something from this podcast. If there's someone you'd like to hear from or an amazing connection that you have that you'd like to share with me so that I can go and get that person on the podcast, please send me a DM. Enjoy the show. jean maria hi am i saying your name right yes more or less jean maria -maria. i i'm so i'm so ignorant and i'm so american when i saw maria i thought you were (laughs) i thought you were a woman oh really (laughs) yeah because i because i've never seen that name before and i'm ignorant so (laughs)
1: No problem. It's a common name in Italy. Well, not that common, but it's um, in Europe in general, there's Jean-Marie in French, so we have it in Europe, but no, it's just for male. I'm sorry. It's, it's pretty weird to call a, a woman in Jean-Marie here in Italy, well, in, in, in Italy, in, in France, too. So,
0: that's a- <laughs> Tell me, how, you're in Milan right now, right? Yes. Tell me how it's going. Tell me how it's been. What are you thinking about? What are you hearing from your friends?
1: It's been already a lot. I mean, three weeks that we are pretty aware of this situation. And right now, like 20 days in completely locked down. And um, it's pretty weird. I mean, it's... it's, it's um. It's a mess because at the same time the virus is spreading very very fast and people die we have like 200 people dying a day so it's it's um worrying we saw of yesterday actually the military uh bringing the
2: the people dead in in places like old churches
1: because they don't know where to put them at the moment because all services are suspended till
2: the virus stops. right so uh, we see worrying
1: stuff on the media in general and we're pretty worried about it of course because of uh, how it works and a lot of people die and it's pretty dangerous so it's it's scary at the same time you're locked at home so you don't really realize of, of what's going on outside if you don't have uh, anyone connected like a parent or a relative or a friend affected by it and fortunately i don't have any and i'm so lucky and blessed for this at the moment So um uh, but at the same time it's scary because uh we actually the, the government told us for a month that this, this situation would last for a month but we all realized that it will be definitely way more and uh, so we are actually don't know what to do We we will we we'll have to reconsider what we, what we what we do in our lives as people in general because we are not allowed to go out and they're uh, considering even more strict measure at the moment, they're gonna close probably supermarkets in the weekend, uh, and 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 they're doing pretty weird stuff. For example, they're controlling people through their mobile phones if they're moving from a city to another. So they saw that a lot of people, like forty percent of people in the very um, affected areas, move a lot. So they're gonna increase these measures. Wow. So we. We're, we're so it's yes mm-hmm. at the same time they're not allowed to lock us in our home like in china so they have to um rely only on on human conscience and, and people and, and goodwill so that this thing can stop especially because we have hospitals full and we want not have more beds where we're trying to build an hospital here in, in the region of lombardy but it's um, we can't find for doctors and, and 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 workers of the hospital so it, it's um, pretty complicated. And we will reach the um, full capacity of hospitals very soon. So we will start with those that they usually call avoidable deaths. So all mm-hmm. those deaths that we could avoid, but we are we don't have the resources
2: to to help. So and.
1: Uh, it's pretty weird. I mean, as an art professional, it's it's the last of the problems, the art world in this moment. As you can imagine, if you have grandparents uh, or old friends, uh, or in general, in people with, with difficult or particular health situations, it's, it's scary and, and worrying. So, but at the same time, as a freelance professional, I'm, I'm pretty, well, um, scared about what, what will happen here as, as we're going to stay like this at least for another month is what they what, what i heard so um mm. that's it more or less yeah. um, what else could i uh, could i tell you from here um, I, um, a lot of people actually if you don't have anyone affected by this people is very i don't know trying to deal with it trying to do something trying to make a laugh of it or 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 create something uh but at the same time, there's a lot of people affected by this, so it's it's worrying. And here, the death rate is like even more than other places, so um, it's it's a it's a, a mess, a bit of a mess. Wow. the art world in general is a bit shocked. It wasn't ready about it, of course. Galleries here, well, here it's, the market in general is a bit struggling, and and galleries don't don't have viewing rooms online or um or well they or something ready for it in general so they're trying to organize everything we should we should have had the fair in april but they of course they they cancelled it and they postponed it to september Mm -hmm. with the art week which is like the most important week for the for the galleries in, in particular here in milan and um and let's see what will happen uh we don't know if the in september will be everything okay we hope so but uh, in the meantime, we should actually, I don't know, reconsider what brought us here, especially mm-hmm. and, and what are we going to deal with it from now on, if this is the situation. So, and the economic crisis in particular that will follow. So we're, we're, I don't know, let's see. That's, for example, well, well, it was already a, a week ago, after, more than or maybe even more the day after that they announced that they that they started to lock down the entire nation when mm-hmm. i talked to another friend that i have, a very close friend of mine an independent curator and writer and we decided to create this project the coloring book that i um, recently launched where well, we all launched it all together with rarafacco which is a um, big agency for publicity in the art world here in italy and um, we asked to a few friends to send us a, a drawing in black and white uh, so that people could stay home and color it and, and try to spend an hour or two, especially because the government here told us 20 days ago, told us that everything was fine, that we that we um, could live our lives as nothing happened. So And suddenly uh, during the night or um, very, very late in the evening, they announced that the, the situation completely changed, that we had to stay at home completely, uh, that we couldn't, um that all public activities were suspended that, that schools um were considering to close even more so um, people really mm, wasn't aware of it uh, it was kind of a shock to something that that I, I i can imagine that that it's happened that's what's happening in the us too but you can tell me more about it the, the fact that that people really are i don't know they can't really think that that something that is something real so they really had to change the mindset because this is the only way to avoid even more deaths so we saw that it was important to to fill the conversation online especially on social media and um with with um asking people to stay home as the only way to stop this especially and make this end very soon and um we received a lot of drawings this was uh really exciting and and really nice from all these generous artists more than 200 actually we received right now and uh um we trying to show that there's a community of artists there also interested in in in, in this situ- that are observing the situation and that uh, um um that can show, well, in in their own way, a little support in this situation. They can help people, especially people with kids at home, uh, spending an hour or two colouring these drawings and showing that they are there, especially right now when uh, the government is discussing how to deal with resources these extraordinary resources that they put in place for the to deal with the economic crisis so we're trying to show that even there's a community of artists there who will probably need support financial support from the government Uh, a lot of artists who cancelled exhibitions or postponed projects so um we hope that this kind of project um, could at least highlight a bit of this situation uh as here in italy i'm not sure if it's in the u.s the same but artists are considered a bit of a luxury so are, are not like the very first people who yes. the government think in these kind of situations so and 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 arts professional in general as i am or rosella or several other people mm. on this or any or other projects who have postponed deadlines and and projects cancelled so um we're trying to deal with it it's in it's in sort of in our blood we're italians so we mm-hmm. deal with stuff every time yeah. probably because of our tough past and um, we're trying to convince people to stay home which is the most important thing at the moment and um and let's see what will happen of course we will have to 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 do something about it because um, well at least here we realize that the situation is there to stay it's not going anywhere and at least uh, not anytime soon. So, let's see.
0: Um, okay, well, that's a lot. Um the the one thing that is pretty interesting for me listening to you is, you know, you're basically speaking to me from the future right now because you guys have been dealing with this for a few weeks longer than us and you know the united states didn't tar- start taking this really seriously until about last friday so not even you know a week ago and um you know i'm i'm kind of wondering like when will the memes about covid start getting old when we start getting really stir crazy you know just what is it going to be like when we start losing our sense of humor about all of these things? Because, you know, we, a lot of Americans, not myself, but, you know, there are a lot of people like partying until a few days ago and kind of just thinking of this as time off and a time to like hang out with friends. And you're speaking to me from a country that has 200 people dying a day from this uh, viral infection. And It really (laughs) kind of makes me feel like I need to wake up a little bit. I mean, I am totally self-quarantined right now. I haven't left my house with the exception of um, I went grocery shopping three days ago. And other than that, I've been home. I am taking this really seriously, but uh, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like if it gets to that level here in the United States?
1: I hope not, of course, but it's very important for you all to stay home, that's the only way because you don't have symptoms for, like the, very first, for the first three days, so you can infect other people and um, health systems are what they are, they're not ready for this kind of situation, so um, it, it's better to stay home and not to be the one in front of the hospital where they don't have a bed for you or they don't have the, I don't know, machines for you to help you in that moment or when you need them. So it's, it's pretty scary because it's, it's, it's like this more or less here because we also have people uh doing car accidents and and, and strokes so like you like the normal work uh, of the of the hospitals at the same time with a lot of pressures from this covid yeah. um, affected people so uh they had to divide all hospitals in two sections like one only for the covid um patients and one only for like ordinary stuff so it's it's uh
2: it's, it's better to stay home. It's the only way at the moment, at
1: least until they find I don't know
0: a cure or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I hope so. But it's it's what we are realizing. I can tell you, if 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 I can, at least as you said, from the future, is that uh, here we are dealing with it as as you mentioned. and It's been like 20 days, so uh, we kind of realize that we have to deal with it for a, a pretty long time, and the also the consequences that will will come from this uh, will be uh, at least for another year or so uh, pretty messy so we'll have to deal with that too but let's see it's a sort of an extraordinary situation last mm-hmm. night europe also with the european bank uh decided to to end this situation so it's it's extraordinary let's see but of course as an independent professional i have to to think about it and what, what will happen for me for my job if uh if uh, the situation is going to be like this uh, for, uh, I don't know, uh, two months, I want to be optimistic. optimistic, right. I hope so. But if you see China, it's, they're still there and dealing with it since January.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty scary. really appreciate your time and your wisdom and um, you sharing your experience with us
1: thank you for having me and thank you for your podcast in general
0: oh and before we get off if somebody wanted to download your coloring book where would they go yes
1: they can go to MilanoArtguide.com mm-hmm. or milano art guide on instagram and they can find all the
3: drawings so they can have fun at home
2: please hang up and try again
0: Hi, Flavio. This is Jerry Gagosian.
3: Hi, Jerry. How are you?
0: <laughs> wow. Um, moving fast and um, slightly overwhelmed, but okay. How are you?
3: Yes, guys. Seems, seems getting kind of rough in, in New York. Um, we're, we're doing well. Uh, we are locked up. Uh, now it's been eight days um and yeah there's no business runnings. there's no cinemas restaurants there's no museums there's no galleries there's there's everything is shut basically there's only basic services like supermarkets and pharmacies mm-hmm. running uh you're not allowed outside your house you gotta stay home because that's the only way we can beat this uh the coronavirus
0: i see are you guys participating in art Basel hong kong
3: Oh yes, we do. It was very exciting this morning actually. Um, I think we'll remember March 18, 2020, together with all the dramas that they will take with. Uh, also as a very important day for the art world, because for the first time, uh, our Basel opened this fair online, which was uh, exciting. Uh, uh, we, Of course, no one saw anyone, <laughs> but uh, I can share the feeling of excitement that we all had for this thing.
0: Right, and um, how how did it go for you guys? Were um, were sales m- mild, medium, or hot? Um, have you talked to any of your collectors? How did they feel about the experience of buying from a fair virtually? What's the uh, What's the sentiment?
3: Well, I think it would be a little bit unfair to talk about numbers and statistics. Uh, I think it would be, it's clearly too early to give commentary. I mean, this is an experiment. It's something that has been put up kind of quickly. Uh, it certainly has limits. It's certainly, it can certainly develop uh, mm-hmm. uh, way, way beyond what we have experienced uh, today and what we'll experience tomorrow. But again, you know, being an experiment, I think we should be fair and just at least wait until the end of this, which is this uh, maybe the dynamic is a little different from a normal fair where everyone rushes the first hour. Maybe it's a little different here. Uh, we need to, you know, uh, be aware. Look, look at the numbers and then talk. I think it's yeah, it's way too early.
0: Okay, um, and you know, besides besides Art Basel Hong Kong, what has the gallery done? Your gallery has literally been. <laughs> in the direct path of covid-19 you know you have a gallery in hong kong you have a gallery in milan and you have one in london now and what has that experience been like for the for the for the business for the gallery and um what have you learned you know first in hong kong and then in milan and what are you now applying to what you're going to be doing in london how how is this affecting you guys
3: uh yeah i should add to the list also an office in beijing so oh. <laughs> also like like heavily impacted by by uh covid-19 um yeah in fact uh, jerry we've been dealing with this with the coronavirus uh way longer than many other people and many other colleagues, especially in America, and I, and I, so the the coronavirus for for the gallery has never been something far away because we had it you know we had it in China. It interfered with the life of our artists. Uh, just to give you an example, you know we represent a number of Chinese artists that were spread around the world for exhibitions or for special projects and so forth, and it was impossible then to take them home for a long time. I mean, these are like the real problems that the gallery faces during this crisis. It's not even about uh, an exhibition or shipment or something that gets stuck. It's like, you know, you you have, you know, you, you feel you also have the responsibility to help uh, artists that are around the world in difficult situations. Mm. So, yeah, uh, when when the outbreak came to Milan, we were we were sort of ready to face uh, uh, s- uh, something like, you know, shutting down the gallery, uh, the trying to find new ways to promote the work of your artists and the gallery itself. Um, we start from a very, uh, pr- uh, I'd say, privileged standpoint, because by attitude and maybe not necessarily with great resources, but Massimo de Carlos has always been kind of very technological. We have our internal app, we have a number of softwares that we developed internally. So the background was ready to install um to swift into some to switch into something that is more technological and more digital and try to experiment new ways of experiencing art uh, and so that's what we're doing right now you know uh here for us, the problem is not even smart working the problem is it's clearly not working at home because we're always all around the place the The point is just to invent new ways of uh working with art uh when you cannot have the experience of it
0: right, and what are what are you guys doing about that
3: so we we had a number of beta projects, as I like to call them, projects that were you know we had meetings about we talked about we sort of and uh, we had to speed speed up these processes quickly um, we were uh, hoping to launch. a a very, very important project for the gallery in the next two weeks or so. And of course, I can't disclose because these are all projects that are being rushed and I don't want to take the risk of saying something that won't happen on the timeline that I say. But, um, uh, you know, that, that part, you know, kind of like structurally the gallery was ready to react. And then, of course, there's the communication, which becomes when every single person in the world is locked in his or her home, communication then becomes incredibly important. So, of course, we enhanced our Instagram account. We're trying to bring up new stories. We're trying to get uh, uh, get uh, feedback and get materials and get interesting videos from our artists to be put, to be shared with everyone. It's not even a matter of entertainment. I think it's a, a, a responsibility. The energy high in the artwork.
0: Right. And what is the... Um... What is the tone or the voice that the gallery is trying to speak in right now? Is it um, I, more now than ever being an effective communicator of what contemporary art is online is going to be the most important thing? And and what is the the voice that you're shaping and using? How how does that sound? Who is who is Massimo DiCarlo Carlo online?
3: Um, so, Massimo de Carlo Online, uh, we've always thought as um, uh, an engine for information. So that the point was not clearly to have was not really to have a voice, but it was more like to try to bring together everything that our artists do uh, in one single, very simple to navigate object um we're trying to be warm we're trying to be consistent with our culture and so to be welcoming and to be uh, you know present but i don't think um i don't think the, actually if there's one thing that i experienced myself during this coronavirus uh, crisis is that somehow uh if uh, until uh, a few weeks back, we were sort of holding up on our institutional face and trying to be always very consistent with the image of the gallery and so forth, uh, uh, this, uh, this crisis is giving us the opportunity to sort of like lower some walls and sort of allow a little bit of experiment, even in communication.
0: I think that that's amazing. I think that that, you know, Hitting um, difficult times, it forces all of us to be creative and to be vulnerable. And in exploration, there is vulnerability and there is potential for failure, right? Because you're you're essentially trying to do new things and deal with problems in real time. And of course, you know, human error can come up in that. But what I think. This is going to do and after you know many of the conversations I've had I think that the art world is really showing its human face right now and they're showing it in digital spaces Which I think is important
2: Yeah, yeah I completely
3: agree. I think uh, you know, we're all human beings and we're all facing uh, a very strong challenge um it's not far away anymore it's just simply everywhere we know what it does we have experience in facing this pandemic um uh but in uh yet, but in yet yeah it's just giving us all like a, I think a sense of responsibility also in terms of the community that we're part of i think that maybe was uh even uh, it was a little lost in recent years maybe mm-hmm. because of like the you know the running running here and there that everyone performed um maybe but i think you know this this uh, this pandemic is certainly creating a sense of solidarity which is uh which we shouldn't we should never take for
0: granted right do you i know you've said a few times it's hard for you to tell on certain things and I, you know, when I ask questions, I'm not demanding answers. I'm just curious if, um, the gallery has realized that there's, uh, business practices or things that you guys have been doing in the past that you're no longer going to continue forward with because, um, maybe you've learned already potentially from the pandemic that, um, maybe, for example, like going to so many fairs is not a sustainable practice. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. Is there anything that you guys have already determined, wow, okay, we're going to shift this one certain behavior in our, how we conduct business?
3: I mean, there's one simple thing that we all do, and will be probably changed for a very long time, if not forever, which is traveling. So we don't have a solution to that. But We're kind of—I mean—we're discussing this. Of course, it's all like very baby ideas at the moment. But there is a certain feeling, maybe because we've now been in a lockdown for like ten days, well, nine days, whatever it is. Uh, Well, every hour actually counts in this situation. But you know what I mean? Um, uh, Yeah, maybe because uh, we've been uh, in—we've been in this situation. Of like total distance with everything and everyone, uh, maybe we we started, you know, we reflect about the uh, the idea itself moving around, which seems very very uh, difficult to be happening the same way uh, when the pandemic will be over, even. So we'll have to rethink some uh, attitudes and some uh, crucial elements of like the way of living in the artwork. Let's put it this way.
0: Have you had a chance, I'm sure you have, have you had a chance to um, speak to your artists and what their experiences are like right now? Um, You said that you've been helping them, um, but what are they saying their biggest needs are? What are their biggest challenges right now? And what can you do? What can the gallery do? What can the world at large do to... To help
3: I mean I think there I think artists these days are, are challenged with two main issues the first uh, keeping aside of work of course health which is the main issue and it's the most important and you know uh, but besides Health. I think their main concerns are uh, not having act necessarily having access to their own studio, so they put, or sourcing materials, um, uh, like providing themselves enough so that they can work for a long time without having you know supplies coming in, and this is of course. <coughs> I'm sorry, <coughs> and this is of course uh, for. For artists, it's not like uh, uh, for me or um, for me and you not having an iPhone. It's like it's mm-hmm. a different approach to the problem, and then um, and then of course the second thing is the cancellation or postponing of exhibitions. Um, uh, you know, you build up uh, your whole career uh, to show somewhere, and that show is postponed and might not happen in the future because we know that museum programming and gallery programming are like major jigsaws where we don't know where it's this the oldest incredible exhibitions are going to go so i think these are the two main concerns and issues that artists are facing now and the gallery can be supportive in many ways it depends case by case but um we strongly feel that that's our role our role is to protect and nourish our artists so we're trying to help them as much as we can
0: are all of your galleries closed right now
3: Yes, um, very sadly so, but yes, at this very moment, all our galleries are closed. Good news is that uh, since yesterday, Hong Kong has restarted its cultural life, so slowly museums are reopening, gatherings are still very complicated, but we trust uh, that the situation is going to get better in a relatively short time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, good news is that because the situation in Asia, Hong Kong and Beijing and Shanghai, it's now getting better. Uh, uh, collectors are coming back, so they, we've been, you know, we've been in touch with them throughout this whole thing, and now they are enthusiastic again, and they have the energy to think about art uh, and to, you know, contribute also to, to the life of the artwork.
0: Amazing. Um, I had a conversation today with um, a gallery owner who has the gallery in Seoul and Los Angeles. And she's decided to keep her gallery, because we're not on total lockdown here in LA yet. She's decided to keep it open. But what she's come up with, which I think is amazing, an analog solution is that... um, they've created a system where a person can come in and they don't have to touch any surfaces besides their feet on the ground. So like leaving all the doors open from the street leading all the way into the exhibition so that there's no surface to touch. And then there's only one attendant in the gallery, you know, who's going to remain, you know, between five and six feet away from the visitors, and they're allowing, you know, up to two visitors at a time, which I think is really smart. Um, Eventually, we're going to go into full lockdown here. But even coming out, you know, thinking about like analog ways where you can make uh, visitors feel safe so that they want to come back. And uh, I was just wondering, are you guys thinking about uh, implementing like ways to uh, for your visitors to feel safe as they come back into the space
3: um, well at first uh, want to say that I didn't know this story I think it's uh, it's a great idea and uh, uh, and it's again you know crisis will make you think different and and, and probably also give you the opportunity to think uh solutions to problems um and also uh i think it's a great act of resistance to be there and to still you know be open in a situation that seems at least uh, edging to uh complications soon uh, I, it, yes and no i mean maybe again it's a little too early uh, but um we'll have to follow rules when we reopen the gallery in hong kong which hopefully is going to happen not too late uh We'll have to because, of course, there's still many, many strong restrictions um, for the other places. We'll, we'll see. I think it's interesting to uh, uh, to underline that uh, sometimes it's closing down, shutting. It's also an act of uh, a statement uh, in itself. And the situation in London is clear. I think for everyone, they're they just apply, The government has decided to apply a complete different strategy from all the rest of the world. But because we had the experience in Hong Kong and we had the experience
0: in Milan, we just couldn't stay open. Right. <laughs> it was
3: impossible in a, because we know what's going to happen and we know how much uh, uh, the whole country is stressed here, uh, uh, that we just couldn't simply keep
0: the gallery open mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so um what what are they doing i just don't know this um because i've been so inundated myself but what are they what what's happening in london right now just period oh. i i don't even know yeah, yeah
3: sure well, I mean, technically, in London, they are not uh, social distancing people uh-huh. by law. So it's all there might be some fresh news. I'm sorry, I'm not a reporter. I'm just uh, you know I've been working all day and I'm gonna go see the news in like ten minutes or something. <laughs> but uh, so I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a Twitter guy. I just follow the news here and there. I've got my sources, but I'm also like trying to understand this. Uh, uh, um, uh, sorry can you give me the question again
0: oh i was just curious like what they're what te- you said they're not oh in London. So, yeah, yeah. yeah
3: sorry. so uk is applying a completely different strategy in the sense that they're not social distancing people they're not closing down businesses by law they've only i think put limitations on uh, uh, cinemas and theaters maybe or something like that because their idea is that if they only close the the elderly down in their in their homes, and this is something that they're trying to do, uh, everyone else will get sick, but in fact react to the to the virus and feel and maybe not even show symptoms. So that's their theory, which is a theory that everyone is against. Yeah, but. But uh you know they're clearly protecting the economy like the the the, the problem here is that of course um, with the stronger or weak economies if you close a country down for a month or two because this is actually what we're talking about we're not talking about a week we're talking about a couple of months or something if you close all the businesses down uh uh, it This has a huge impact on the economy and it has a huge big impact on the small business and it's got a huge impact on uh, uh, con- uh, what the customers consume it's huge mm-hmm. um, so they're trying to, basically they're trying to protect the economy maybe against public health
0: okay um, I have one final question. Uh, have you seen anything in the last couple of days that made you laugh?
3: Oh, a lot of stuff, Jerry. A lot of stuff, because then uh, when you know when everyone has a lot of time and stays at home, uh, creativity jumps at a level that it's unbelievable. So we laugh all day. I mean, it's dramatic here. It's so sad to see outside the window of my house complete silence, not one car, not one person. Uh, and yet, humanity is always able to find beauty everywhere and have a laugh. So yeah, the answer is yes, we're laughing very much.
0: Any and Anything, any, fun, any one good meme you want to tell the audience about or something that you can remember that you thought was hilarious?
3: Oh, I mean, most of this is completely anonymous. It just goes via WhatsApp and you get a little video of like... Uh, of like a guy shouting something very funny in Naples and then the next one comes from Florence and then the next one is from Rome (laughs) and there's a guy in Naples that falls down the window because he's trying to have a fight with a guy down in the street (laughs) but they're social distancing (laughs) (laughs) and he falls down and like crashes on the floor and it's just like pure simple fun. Yeah. Uh, There's one thing that made, made us all laugh and yet Uh, 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 it sort of like gave us a new energy. Uh, In some areas in Naples where family is sacred and family gets together on Sunday at lunch, uh, which is almost like a like a and 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 Shabbat, where like mm-hmm. the family has to be together in some areas of Naples. Because last Sunday was a very beautiful sunny day, they decided to by shouting to each other in the whole area in the streets, not not in the streets from the house. They decided to all bring their food outside in their own balconies and have Sunday lunch all together. Like imagine street after street
2: and wow. one.
3: In our own homes, but having lunch all together all at the same time, so it's also you know uh, there's 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 a certain sense of solidarity and beauty that I think needs to be addressed addressed uh, because it's also something that keeps us uh, energetic and willing to you know to come back stronger than ever mm-hmm.
0: that's beautiful and um if only us Americans were as soulful as you Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation again with me. Um, <laughs> and, um, and what I'm going to be doing is just releasing this. Um, I was going to try to compile the conversations, but instead what I'm going to do is just be releasing them conversation by conversation. So hopefully in the next day or two, this will be out and I will send it to you. And please share it with, whoever you want to have the information you just shared and you just uh provided a huge service to the rest of the art world by sharing your experience so i thank you for that
3: jerry thank you for the opportunity of course i wish you all to be safe stay at home uh we learned the lesson and uh, yeah let's uh, let's get together sometime
0: soon okay have a good evening
3: thank you jerry thank you so much bye bye
0: bye Hi Cordelia. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are How are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm okay. <laughs>
2: Looking at the whole couple of weeks, um, I'm still trying to keep the spirit up. Um, yeah. No. So far, so far, so good. But I mean, we are basically at home now since one week. I mean, inside and. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's kind of really a very weird and, and tough time, but I mean, we all know this now.
0: Yeah, so um, for the audience members at home, because I'm recording, will you just tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do and where you are?
2: Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm Cordelia, I'm founder of The Art Gorgeous, I'm based in Milan, I Moved here uh, more than a year ago and before that I was in Hong Kong um, for 16 years. And, um, yeah, now I'm in the middle of, <laughs> of the chaos, mm-hmm. and of the lockdown and of the quarantine. Um, in in Milan we decided not to leave, not to go somewhere else, but, yeah, then in the end to stay here because, um, yeah, you have older family members and people you don't want to, you know, put in danger so we we just stay at home
0: yeah what are you what are you doing on the art gorgeous right now to um support people what are you hearing from your audience members what is it like for everyone from what you can tell well, I think
2: um, it's it's similar also to what I can um, hear from from the audience to your requests. I mean, people still like us, you know, to 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 make them laugh, to to make them smile, to you know, just continue with a certain normality. Um, On the other hand, I do believe a lot of people, you know, are in a very uncomfortable situation because basically every art fair was cancelled, every gallery is closed. Um, So, you know, I think for everyone, not only in the art world, but in our case, Probably that's what we focus on. It's really a super tough time. Um, shows are canceled or delayed. Um, you know, you can't sell. So I think people are really um, not only worried about the virus and everything, but also really starting to also worry what impact this will have, you know, on their business or on their career um, for for the next couple of months.
0: Right. And so this is a funny thing. Um <laughs> A lot of people, I have I have a mixed audience right now. Some people don't want me to talk at all. And they're just like, just go back to being funny. That's all we want. And then on the other hand, <laughs> I have so many people that are like, no, no, no. We really need you right now. We really need your platform. Yeah. And personally for me, you know, I'm having to just follow my gut on this. And my gut yeah. is that, you know, I don't feel funny right now. I feel like this yeah. is really serious and I know that this is impacting so many people in the art world. Yeah. From everyone from artists to art handlers to small galleries to artist residencies to institutions to major art galleries and collectors. I mean, this is impacting everyone and yeah. personally, you know, of course you can make a joke about anything at any time, but right yeah. now I feel like there is an urgency to get people together and to get people talking about finding short-term and long-term solutions. Um, mm. How do you feel about it?
2: No, I mean, I totally agree and I think especially when it comes to the meme um, stuff, If you don't write anything about coronavirus, it also seems odd because everyone is kind of, you know, that's the only thing everyone has in mind right now. But then I'm really allergic to the super sarcastic coronavirus memes Mm -hmm. um, simply because I'm in this situation now the last kind of three weeks. And since we still have an office operating in Hong Kong, I kind of handled it also the past um, three months. So, you know, all those, those kind of really mean coronavirus uh, quarantine stuff and quarantini, and you know i just don't think it's really funny
0: mm-hmm.
2: um because once you're really once you find yourself really deep in this situation <laughs> that's just not something you can really laugh about so mm-hmm. um, i think it's also really a little bit of a struggle um, kind of how to make the people laugh. Um, I totally understand that everyone, you know, still wants some piece of normality and and some sort of um, um, no worry time. Hakuna matata. Uh-huh. Um, but then, um, but then, you know, I think um, also, yeah, for us, I mean, we are also seeing what's happening all around, and uh, I, I totally agree on what you say. If your gut tells you um, that you are personally not not in the mood then um, you know it's uh, then then maybe there are other activities that support the community and so on much better and I think um us being you know quite um, well connected um and and having you know kind of a strong global audience I think there might be also really other things we can do um my only, concern is i mean right now i think what what is great for example to help on is to give artists a certain kind of visibility while you know museums galleries and so on are being closed
0: Mm -hmm. but
2: then in the end i feel that collectors or people are simply not really in the mood to buy right now um so i think while it's great to to you know to give them a shout out and to get the name out there um i'm just not sure how efficient it would be at this stage uh, if it comes really to to a desire to also sell some works.
0: Um, let me ask you this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, sure. As as uh, you're based in Milan right now, and you have such yeah. close ties to China, what advice can you give to people in the art world in the United States and in countries where the disease has? yet to take full effect um, and businesses. Is there any advice or tricks or tools that you've heard other people using to help them stay afloat during all of this? I mean, I think it's probably too early to talk what
2: helps them stay afloat because everything simply started to crash for all of us, like, you know, either this week or two weeks ago. Um, But I think obviously everyone is somehow focusing on, you know, kind of digital and social media stuff, what what everyone was also supposed to work on already before this all happened. Mm
0: -hmm. But
2: I think probably there are even more formats or, you know, forms of visibility um, being activated right now. Uh, I'm not necessarily thinking that this is um, as easy as it sounds because, for example, today, and probably it's the same for you, I got like 30 emails about the online viewing room of, you know, XYZ galleries.
0: Right.
2: And um, I'm not really sure whether anyone would really carefully, you know, now click through this offers and, and look into it. There might be some galleries we are curious what they show. Um, but I think it's kind of just too much. And as said, we are all not really in the mood and also busy kind of with personal issues and stuff, um, rather than really going online shopping. Yeah. Um, so I would, you know, basically advised to not follow this trend and announce another online viewing, but see in how far you can maybe find another form of introducing, let's say your artist or your program to the to your social media audience, you mm-hmm. know, as you do maybe now via podcast or via some sort of Instagram TV, or I don't know, but I think people should really be a bit, uh, probably or need to be more creative rather than just uh, saying okay now the gallery is closed but you can see everything via this link because people probably would just not be so curious about it right um and other than that I mean I think well it's it's still great to see in how far you can give certain artists a kind of a, an online visibility via Instagram takeovers and so on but to be honest I doubt that it would really help so much in in terms of selling works at this stage. Uh Um, What I do think is quite interesting if you eventually help people for some sort of side hustle. So let's say if you have, you know, like a podcast to edit or if you have some... Um, new uh, catalog to produce, also on to, to really see how can you offer some sort of freelance network
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, out there where people you know can send quick introductions and those can be shared so that at least they can get some stuff to do from home. Right. Um, maybe this is something that could help at least to bridge uh, this kind of miserable situation. <laughs>
0: Yikes. <laughs> okay I mean
2: you know yeah no I know it's not the same than selling an artwork and it's also not the same amount most likely um but at least you know it's something to do I mean for example there are a few writers and I know they're based in in you know in Italy or in, in other places and they have less things to do so I you know just ask him to if they want to write some pieces for the magazine
1: Mm-hmm. Or
2: for online, because that's you know that's a tiny thing to do, but at least you know it keeps them busy and it's something they can do from home, and it makes them feeling maybe a little bit better in some ways. Um, but I think really probably the side hustle and the the kind of online uh, graphic designing and editing and so on from home will be something quite a lot of of the creative scene will kind of get back to in the next couple
0: of weeks right okay well thank you so very much for talking <laughs> to me um yeah, thank you and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna edit this i i have no idea how long it's gonna be i'm talking to so many different people and i'm really trying to talk to sort of representatives from every qua, every part of the art world so um yeah. You know, this has kind of instantly become such a huge project because there's so many voices in all of this and we're all affected by this in different ways. So um, I yeah. really appreciate your perspective. And I think that you have a really unique one, given your relationship to China and to Milan. Um, and yeah, it was very, very sweet of you to talk to me and you'll hear it Absolutely. soon in a couple of days. I'll share it with okay. you and if you want to share okay. it with your audience, that's great too. Yeah,
2: and great to be
0: connected
2: in anyway, Let's speak soon and see what we can team up for.
0: Sounds good. Thank you. Have a good, okay. good Take night. Care. Bye. Yeah, bye.